In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. What reminds you of your father? There are many memory triggers for me, and one of those memory triggers is the prayer we pray today on All Saints Sunday, a prayer which speaks of the Church. Almighty God, who hast knit together thine elect in one communion and fellowship. It reminds me of my father because Dad loved to knit. Like God who knit us together as one, Dad was a knitter, a hardcore knitter too. I've told you about my slightly eccentric dad and his knitting before. He wouldn't merely buy yarn from a store. No, he drove hours down the road to Jones Farm up in south-central Kansas. Spent days shearing sheep and cleaning and washing wool. Then Dad would drive back home and cart it, pulling it over and over again through metal teeth to line up all the wool fibers. Next came the spinning, turning the wool fleece into wool yarn. Dad had many, many types of spinning wheels, small and large, and bobbins and spindles and skeins and such. Dad liked to use natural colored wool a lot, but he also made his own colored yarn by dyeing the wool yarn he produced by hand. And no, he wouldn't go buy dye at the hobby or fabric store. He went back out into the great plains of western Kansas on long treks, looking for natural ingredients to make his dyes. He would gather wild onions, goldenrod, marigold, foxglove, black walnut husks, wild cherries, sumac, sassafras, and even bugs like cochineal from which he made a brilliant red dye. All these he seeped and mixed and baked and dried. Oh, our basement was quite a sight and had a pretty distinctive odor as well. Dad would dye his wool various colors, dry it, then spool it up. Oh, it would take a long, long time just to get to that point. Dad would bring together all colors of yarns he had made, reds and greens and yellows and blues, sometimes weaving them on a loom, but far more often joining them together into knitwork. Future gifts to his family and friends, coming off the ends of his knitting needles. Knit one, purl two. Knit one, purl two. Now, not everything did, Dad did was functional, Perhaps a muffler that was so freakishly long that you had to wrap it around your neck ten times so the ends wouldn't drag on the ground. Or a cap that had the most odd extra bit of material at the top, kind of like a floppy rooster's comb. But every bit of Dad's handiwork was beautiful, and the result of countless hours of labor, a labor of love. And every time I hear today's collect, a prayer we use on All Saints Sunday, and at every funeral, I think of Dad and his knitting. Almighty God, who hast knit together thine elect in one communion and fellowship in the mystical body of thy Son, Christ our Lord. I imagine God going to enormous lengths over a long, long time to make us his yarn, his highly variegated and colorful yarn, coarse and fine, red and blue, loud and muted, all types, and then sitting down, picking up his needles and knitting us together. Knit one, purl two. Knit one, purl two. We, the church, are the handiwork of God. We, the church, have been knit together into one grand tapestry. We can't imagine all the work God has done over the ages to bring us to the point where He could knit us one to another in a labor of love. 
God has been up to this knitting project, the church, for a very, very long time. And his handiwork, the church, those whom God has knit together into one tapestry, is never quite done. At our baptism, each of us was knit by God into something enormously bigger than ourselves, into the fabric of the one church. With each baptism, if we had the spiritual eyes to see, we would see God adding another pearl into the tapestry of his church, right here at the baptismal font. Which, by the way, God did five times in the past couple of days with the baptisms of five children in our parish. You see, the church is not the work of man. The church is not a human institution. The church is not our handiwork. No, the church is the work of God. The work of God who has knit us together into one. One communion, one fellowship, one holy Catholic and apostolic church. One and made one by God. When we were joined by God into his church, we were knit together with all the saints, with all the baptized, and not just all those who are alive today, but with all those who have gone before us. Although we cannot see it, the one church knit together by God extends not merely around the globe, but also beyond the grave, beyond the gate of death and up into heaven, including still those saints whom we never knew but are long dead including still those whom we love but are departed. We are still connected to them, still knit by God to them. And one day we will be able to see and experience that God-made connection more fully, to see with our own eyes those ancient saints, and to see once again our dearly departed face to face. For death cannot rip apart God's handiwork. And if death cannot rend the fabric of God's handiwork, his church, who are we to do so among the living? As Jesus says, those whom God has joined together, let no one tear apart. We humans ought not pull apart what God has brought together in baptism when God knits us one to another in one body, the church. Anything we do which tears us apart is destroying God's handiwork, and it is a sin. I would venture to say the greatest sin. It's certainly the oldest sin. When God knits us together and we tear his work apart, we are putting ourselves in the place of God. We are saying that we know better than God, that it was a mistake by God to join me to you, that it was a mistake by God to join us with them. When we do that, we are rebelling against God. We are kicking God off his throne and putting ourselves in God's place. It is more than mere cheek, mere chutzpah, mere hubris. It is the very thing man has been doing since the Garden of Eden, believing the great lie hissed by the serpent. Do this, and you will become like God. God's great knitting project is reconciling all people to himself and to one another in his Son, Jesus Christ. And God's great knitting project is supposed to be our great knitting project. In our catechism, it asks, what is the mission of the church? And the answer is, the mission of the church is to restore all people to unity with God and each other in Christ. 
When we tear the church apart, separating Christians from Christians, we are undermining God's work and failing in our mission within the body of Christ. And in the public square, the political realm outside of the church, when we act and speak in ways which further divide us as human beings, tearing apart the God-given bonds of our common humanity, we are undermining God's work and failing in our mission in the world. We who follow Jesus have pledged ourselves to His mission to do His work in the world. In our baptismal covenant, we are asked, Will you seek and serve Christ in all persons, loving your neighbor as yourself? To which we promise, I will with God's help. Again, in our baptismal covenant, we are asked, Will you strive for justice and peace among all people and respect the dignity of every human being? To which we promise, I will with God's help. Separating people, alienating people, fomenting divisions among people is not doing the work of Christ in the world. It is doing the work of the great deceiver Satan, whom we renounced at our own baptisms. So, on this All Saints Sunday, we remember. We remember what we pray. We remember what we believe We remember all the saints around the globe and beyond the grave, the living and the dead, and we remember what we have promised to God in our baptismal covenant. Today, we renew those promises of our baptismal covenant, and we recommit ourselves to God's mission, which is Jesus' mission in the world, which is the mission He has given you and me, that we are never to act or speak in ways which threaten the union of what God has knit together in the sacred realm of the church and in the secular realm of the world, and to do what we are able, in our own small ways, to reconcile the divided, to heal those torn apart by man, and to bring back into union and fellowship those whom God at great expense has knit into one, his labor of love. Let us conclude with a prayer especially appropriate as we approach Election Day. It is a prayer we have been saying twice a day these past seven months during these troubling times, once at morning prayer and again at evening prayer. Let us pray. O God, who hast made us in thine own image and redeemed us through thy Son, Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace, Give us grace seriously to lay to heart the great dangers we are in by our unhappy and unjust divisions. Look with compassion on the whole human family. Take away the arrogance and hatred which infect our hearts. Break down the walls that separate us and work through our struggles and confusion to accomplish thy purposes on earth, that we may be united in one holy bond of truth and justice, peace and love. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.